You are listening to the weekly sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church in Canton, South Dakota. We're a church that strives to make disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. To learn more, visit us at cantonsdumc.org. And now, here's Pastor Clay. Our scripture this morning comes to us from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 15. And I read this morning from the Good News Translation, which is, the, your, uh, what's, what, is what your pew Bibles are. And I invite you to page 245 in the New Testament of the pew Bibles if you want to follow along with today's reading. Paul writes to the church, Remember that the one who plants few seeds will have a small crop. The one who plants many seeds will have a large crop. Each one should give then as he has decided, not with regret or out of a sense of duty, for God loves the one who gives gladly. And God is able to give you more than you need, so that you will always have all you need for yourselves and more than enough for every good cause. As the scripture says, he gives generously to the needy, and his kindness lasts forever. And God, who supplies the seed for the sower and the bread to eat, will also supply you with all the seed you need, and will make it grow and produce a rich harvest from your generosity. He will always make you rich enough to be generous at all times, so that many will thank God for your gifts which they receive from us. For this service you perform not only meets the needs of God's people, but also produces an outpouring of gratitude to God. And because of the proof which this service of yours brings, many will give glory to God for your loyalty to the gospel of Jesus Christ, which you profess, and for your generosity in sharing with them and everyone else. And so with deep affection they will pray for you because of the extraordinary grace God has shown you. Let us thank God for this priceless gift. Would you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be holy and acceptable to you. For you, O God, are our rock, and you are our Redeemer. And we give you thanks for who you are as we say together, Amen. As I was preparing to head to Northern State University for my freshman year of college in the fall of 2006, Facebook was a much different place. Does anyone remember old Facebook? You had to join a college network, and you could only join that college network with your official college email. And so since I had my newly minted Northern State email address, I joined Facebook. And I joined the Northern Network. And it wasn't very long after that that I had a friend request from a guy named Michael. And I got to admit, it was the internet, it was Facebook, it was new, it was weird, and so I was a little bit skeptical. But then we started to talk, and I, or I, started, I started to look at his profile, and it seems like we had a lot of the same interests. I saw that we were both going to live in Jerdy Hall at Northern State University. Rest in power, Jerdy Hall, you big, big pile of rubble. Um, it's gone now. It's, it's okay. <laughs> and so I hit accept on the friend request. Then a little bit after that, I got a message from Michael saying, uh, telling me all about this new on-campus Bible study that he and some friends were starting, and would I like to go to a free barbecue on the second day that I lived in Aberdeen? And I thought to myself, college student, free food, I am there. 
And it turns out that this was an amazing group of people. It turns out that the Bible study was a group of people that I would be friends with to this very day. We met every Tuesday night, and this is a Bible study that I would invite my friends to come and be a part of, and I would even help lead some of the songs during our worship time before we got into the study. So then fast forward to about this time in the semester. Things are kind of winding down. Things are kind of coming to an end. We're not quite sure what's going to happen next. Michael and I become really good friends. I go to a second Bible study with him at someone's house, and there came this night where Michael came to my dorm room. And he was quiet, which was weird, so I already knew that something was up. And he said to me, well... I have some news. Great. What is it? What it was, was that Michael was about to leave Northern State University to go to China as a missionary for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's wonderful news, and it was an awesome experience for him, but in the back of my head, I was like, um, but the Bible study, right? He's like, funny you should mention that. We met together as the leadership, and we think that you should be the one to lead the Bible study going forward into the next semester. So this morning, we are continuing our message series that we started over a couple weeks ago. We've been talking about how we've been aligning our steps with God. And this has all been an, under the idea of how we grow as stewards of all that God has given to us, our time, our talent, and our treasure. We've been talking about how stewardship aligns our steps with God and brings us closer and closer to walking in the way that God has in mind for us. And I understand that those steps are scary. I understand that those steps are uncomfortable. Those steps feel almost like having a bomb dropped on you during your freshman year of college that you should start doing something that you've never done before. But what we find as we align our steps with God, as we step in and step out, and then today as we talk, as we step up, we learn that God is with us in the midst of all things. We started this message series two weeks ago by talking about what it means to step in, to step in to the challenge of generosity, and we did that by looking at the widow in the temple. She gave two small coins to the temple treasury because she was going to step into the challenge of being a part of the ministry happening in the temple. Two small coins, and it made all the difference in the world. And last week, we talked about what it means to step out of our comfort zones and step out of our buildings and to see the gaps and see the needs of our community. And not only just to see those things, but to prepare for the way that God is going to nudge us in the midst of it. God nudges us to be part of something bigger than ourselves in the same way that God was nudging the churches of the Corinthians in the Macedonian region to support this special offering that was going to support the churches of Judea. And today we're talking about what it looks like and what it means to step up. How is it that we step up and grow in our stewardship of all that God has given us? 
When we come to our scripture for this morning in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, Paul is still praising the churches of Macedonia and the churches of the, of the Corinthians for their willingness to hear and heed the call of God, to heal, hear and heed the call of God to be generous, especially in the midst of this special offering that Paul is giving to the churches of Judea. But more than that, Paul is also writing to the Corinthians to renew and reignite their passion for their faith. Because when the Corinthians first heard the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, they responded in a way that was very familiar to a lot of us. You first hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and you are excited for everything. Everything is awesome, and everything is amazing, and you want to light the world on fire in the name of Jesus Christ. That's the Corinthians. But as life rolled on, as challenges happened, as conflicts deepened, that excitement started to fizzle out and die down. And so Paul writes to the church to re-encourage them, to reignite that passion, and not just a passion for giving faithfully, not just a passion for stewardship. Paul is writing to ignite a passion for faith in the first place. And so in the midst of that, Paul writes these words that become infamous for us. God loves the one who gives gladly. Or put into different translations of the Bible, God loves a cheerful giver. And I think that it's important for us to hold on to the fact that God is the subject of that sentence. God loves a cheerful giver. It is God who shows us what a cheerful giver looks like in the first place. God is the one that gives us everything that we have. God gives first. God is the one that gives us the lives that we live and the resources that we cherish. It is God who lays final claim to all the things that we proclaim as ours. And so out of a desire to awaken the Corinthians to a sense that God is the source of all things and has the power to provide in all things, even to the point that we can share in divine generosity, Paul gives these words to the church. Paul gives these words to you and to me. God loves a cheerful giver. Paul wanted the church in Corinth, and Paul wanted all the churches that would read his letter. Paul wanted the church in Corinth to rediscover the joy of giving that comes along with being a part of God's work. And Paul wanted to renew the church and remind the church that giving should not be something that's burdensome, that giving should not be something that's compulsory, that giving should not be something that the church does just because the Apostle Paul or anybody else says so. No, Paul wants the church to see this. Paul wants the church to rediscover joy. Paul wants the church to remember that stewardship, the stewardship that God calls us to, should be taken seriously, but should still be something that we enjoy doing. Stewardship is something that we decide in our hearts and feel good about doing rather than the drudgery that we have to go through or just a mere practical necessity. 
I've said this all along, a stewardship of our time, talent, and treasure, all three of those things, time, talent, and treasure, should ignite our passion and pique our interest and align our steps with God and invite us into the God-given sense of wanting to do good in the world. It was true for the Corinthians as they supported Jerusalem and the churches in the region of Judea. And what we find at the end of our scripture today is that the Judean churches returned the favor by giving in a way that they could. It wasn't financial at the time, but they stepped in and they stepped out by giving what they could, which was deep affection and prayer. And friends, I want to invite us to realize that the opportunities for us to find joy in God's provision and to share from that abundance, those opportunities are all around us. If only we will notice. If only we will notice. And if only we will step up. Michael Wirtz came to my dorm room a long time ago with this opportunity to step up into generosity by leading a Bible study, by giving of my time, and giving of, well, I would say talent, but we know that wasn't there quite yet. And I borrowed someone else's resources named Pastor, uh, Pastor Eldon because I didn't have resources of my own, but I took all of January to study the book of Philippians in order to lead Bible study the next semester. Michael came and asked me, would you lead this study? And my initial inclination was to say, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? No, thanks. I'm not the guy you want. That's not going to happen. That was my initial thought. But I stepped into the challenge. I stepped into the challenge of giving my time and my talent to lead a Bible study. I stepped out and realized what would be missing if this Bible study went away. And then I stepped up. No regrets. So I ask you this morning, what would it look like for us to step up in terms of our stewardship, a stewardship of our time, talent, and treasure? What would it look like for us to realize the place prayerfully where the joy of generosity and God's opportunities intersect? What would it look like to find that place where God's opportunities and our joy Crossover. How can we step up? If it's financially, let us put it, let's think about it this way. If you've never given to this place, can you start with a penny? A penny a day, a penny a week, a penny a month. It doesn't matter with the size of the gift because what, ha- what ultimately matters is where your heart is when you do it. If you're already giving financially, thank you. But what would it look like to step up? To grow by one. To grow by one penny or one nickel or one dollar or even one percentage point. 
If it's the idea of giving of our time and our talent, what could it be to do one more thing? What could it be to step up by one, one more day a week reading Scripture? One more prayer for our third graders that just received their Bibles. One more note to someone that we lifted up during our prayer time. As we look at aligning our steps with God to step in and step out and step up, we have to start somewhere. And so let our first steps align the rest of our steps into God's steps. Can we step up and trust God? Can we step up and trust in the ministry of Jesus Christ and being empowered by the Holy Spirit? Can we step up knowing that we are stepping with God? Knowing that we are stepping with God however we step. Would you pray with me? Loving God, we just give you thanks for today. We give you thanks for drawing us here to hear from your word and to be inspired to live in its light. We thank you for the ways that you are moving in our lives to make us into generous people. And we look expectantly for the ways you'll continue to work to help us to learn what it looks like to grow. God, we thank you for opportunities. Give us the courage to say yes, to step out in faith, to live in your light and walk in your way. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church. Join us in person or online at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning for worship. And now go in peace and serve the Lord. I want to encourage you after the message to head over to our YouTube channel and click the subscribe button. Over on YouTube, you will find videos of our entire worship service, a video cast of our weekly Cut for Time conversation with Pastor Clay and Eric, songs from our praise band One Way Up, and a bunch of other great things as well. Just search for Canton United Methodist Church. It would mean a lot to have you subscribe.